Greg and Mare. They're so funny. And I can listen with my kids in the car. Good, clean, fun to start your day. 94.9 is awesome. Why do we do this to ourselves? <laughs> I don't know. Um, because we're not very smart sometimes. Okay, let's uh, let's grab a couple calls here. We have Meg on line one. Hi, Meg. Good morning. And we're also going to bring Becky into the conversation. Hi, Becky. Hello. Uh, thank you both for, for joining us on the phone this morning. Here's how this is going to work. We're just going to make some statements, ask some questions. And Meg, you're going you're gonna to give the first ruling. If there's a dispute on the ruling, Becky will come to you for a ruling, okay? Okay. All right. It's it's there are no right or wrong answers. It's just answers, like court. <laughs> You've got three of us to choose from. Greg, Mayor, and news aficionado Mike Rapp. Okay? When we ask you the question, who on this show is most likely to have a severe midlife crisis? Meg, what's your ruling? Greg. Mm, Greg. <laughs> Why, why are you jumping up and down for joy? Uh, I think you might be in it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Becky, do you agree with that <laughs> determination? It's kind of interesting because um, I was going mayor. Oh! Oh! oh my heart and soul. <laughs> uh, I just want to oh, say with you on that. that Greg got a skateboard in the past couple of months. Okay, and What's wrong with that? I was going to... That. I was really going to mention the yeah. mayor yesterday, the lamp. Uh-oh, you wouldn't even sell there. No, like your I, phone's cutting out I, there a little I, bit, I, Becky. I'm sorry. Your phone's cutting out a little bit. But, but stick with us. Stick with us here. We've got another one here. Who on the show is most likely to become really great friends with an A-list celebrity? Meg? Oh, Mayor, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Mayor. Agreed. I agree. Yeah, I agree. If they don't mind her stalking them for like That's six true. months. That's true. That's <laughs> true. But you say that like it's a bad thing. No. Yeah, thank okay. you. Right. See, they understand. All right. Who on this show is most likely to eat food off the floor of a public restroom? Greg? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, you don't know me at all. Oh, let's go to Becky for the backup <laughs> ruling. Becky. Oh, your phone is still playing games with us this morning. I'm sorry to say. It is not me, Mary. You can you can honestly vouch for me on well, that. Well, yeah, on. He, he is. Come a, on. I mean, before Corona, you were the biggest germ phobe I have ever met in my whole life, and I thought you were crazy. <laughs> Min, Mary used to drop mints on the floor and pick them up and yeah. try and eat them, and I would you know, rip I them thought, out of her hand. It, it's it's for health. It's like it's good to be able to like deal with germs in your system. Just trying to protect you. Yes. <laughs> I'm getting something you don't want. All right, let's do one more here. Who on the show? is most likely to give the best motivational speech. No, we'll do two more. Two more. This one and one more. What do you think, Meg? You know, Greg, I'm going to go with you. I'm sorry, but I think you, I think you got it in you. I think so, too. Uh, oh, oh, I do. Well, thank you. Well, yeah, you've, you, you've produced some nice memorials and stuff like that. Yeah. Very inspirational. Yeah, yeah. You all are very kind. Yes. All right, one more here. Who on this show is most likely to end up on the TV show Cops? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was a no-brainer, Mayor. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's probably true, and I don't even know why I would end up on it, but I would. Hey, there's one more that I want. It's the scandal. Who's most likely to be involved in a scandal? Oh, of course. Of course you would yes. ask that. 
Oh, I'm sorry, sweetheart. It's you. Yeah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it's probably going to go hand in hand with the whole arrest. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I'm so scared that I'm going to be arrested for something and not know why. Do you know what I mean? See like, exhibit B oh, no. where she was stalking the A-list celebrity, yeah. okay? <laughs> you guys are awesome. It's great to talk with you this morning. Thanks for listening to 94.9 Mix FM. Have a great morning. Good, clean, fun to start your day. Greg, tell me something about yourself. It sounds made up, but it's 100% true. I knocked my teeth out twice, my front two teeth. Does that count? You did? The are baby those... teeth and the permanent oh, teeth. Are those your real teeth? No, or... were... Yeah, these are. They okay. were actually able to kind of save them because I had braces at the time. That's yeah. the only thing that sort of held them in place. Okay. And they were able to keep them there. Because usually they just put those caps on, right? Or, or what are the, like, where it's, it almost looks like oh, a retainer with a the partial teeth on it? denture. Is that what that is? <laughs> Didn't you have one of those for a minute? Oh, I had the, with just the one tooth, it yeah. was called like a flipper or something. <laughs> my fa- yeah, my, my parents have the partial dentures. It looks awesome. Oh, Can't yeah. wait. Yeah. <laughs> I'm well on my way. Name something in your life that people don't believe, but it's 100% true. You know, we had a lot of people on our Facebook page. Leslie said one eye is green and one eye is blue. Um, oh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, my pinky toenail looks like a dog claw. <laughs> oh, that's weird. That was Roger Clark. <laughs> uh, I love that one. I love that one. Um, Anthony celebrates his birthday twice in one year. <laughs> Why not? Okay. Uh, and then Laura said her birth certificate says she was born with purple eyes. Kind of cool, right? That's interesting. Yeah. A lot of eye body part stuff going on. Uh, yeah, in right. Those comments. Yeah. I mean, I was born with my like feet essentially backwards, and oh, then that, they had to put right. these casts on, and that's right. they didn't even know if they'd work, or I would have been in a wheelchair. And look at me now, the slowest runner you know. <laughs> that's what I am. <laughs> but you walk very nicely. I do. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Uh, tell us something like that about you. 100% true, but people don't believe it. Well, I had a near-death experience, so most people don't believe that. Ooh, near death. My potassium was so low that my heart quit beating, and I was uh, clinically dead for about five minutes. It was really cool, though. I'm not afraid to die because I already did. And what, did you see anything? Tell us about that. Oh, yeah, um... When I, I first I saw my body laying there and my husband crying and my son screaming, and then um, all of a sudden I felt like I was wrapped in warm clouds with unconditional love. Wow. And um, then I kind of, I don't know, went on this platform and I saw my father and he's been gone for about 30 years and he gave me a big kiss and a hug and he told me, well, it's not your time. you got to go back. you got things to do. Oh, my gosh. A lot of people think that when you die, that's the end, but that's just the beginning. Just the beginning. Oh, my gosh. Doesn't that make you feel a little better? Yes. <laughs> yes? Yeah. Boy, that's, I mean, the whole cloud lifting thing and being it's, surrounded in love. And, can I tell you? Don't we all want that? That is in everybody's near-death experience story. If you watch that show, Surviving Death on Netflix, they're all very similar, and they all see family members like that they love that are no longer here i mean i think there's nothing better than that and they also talk to someone 
like right before they die. That's a big sign. And they start dreaming about family members not here. Signs. What, what, what do you mean they talk to somebody before they die? What are you You'll hear about? them talking. And we'll be like, who are you talking to? Oh, my brother's here. Oh, my mother. Oh, when it is time. When it's time. When that's it like is. a sign. They had this hospice doctor on. And he's like, I can't explain it. Yeah, that's really interesting. It is. It is. And that's how those hospice teams, God bless those people, Oh, my gosh, the work that they do. But they know those signs. They know those moments. And, oh, my God. Yes. We love our kids. They're awesome. But they can't commit to a single thing. Well. Really? No, they can't. Daddy, (laughs) I want to dance. Daddy, I want to play violin. Daddy, I want to play soccer. None of these things stick. Well, especially now. Right? Like, the world looks a little different. So mm-hmm. if they're doing the Girl Scouts or whatever they're doing, sure. you're not doing it as consistent as normal. Um, <laughs> so I say that to recognize that I should have known when it came to the latest obsession that it would only last about 30 seconds. I'm hmm. talking about the big thing that's taken over my entire life oh, now. Yeah. Your, your Airstream. The Airstream trailer. <laughs> uh-huh. 40 years old. Uh, it's providing way more questions than answers at this point. There's so much work and learning to be done. And most of the fixes seem really expensive, so I got that going for me. <laughs> and it was all the brainchild of, of my child. Yeah, mm. but now she's, she's bored. She's the one who came up with this idea. She's bored. Well, I don't know if she's bored or not, but she's already on to the next thing. Good. Right? <laughs> no. It's like, buying a, good. it's like buying a brand new car. It's exciting for like the week. And then you're like, eh. Yeah. So <laughs> because it's bringing about some drama, I decided to change the topic last night. I said, instead of talking about everything that needs to be fixed, why don't we start dreaming about where we want to take it on our first trip? And so I turned to my daughter and said, where do you think we might want to go? Like, where would it be the first place you'd want to go when the trailer's all fixed up and, and ready? You know what she said? <laughs> Hawaii? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, you'll have to rent one when you get there. (laughs) So explained, you know, we're not putting the Airstream on like a cruise ship and, you know, sailing to Hawaii. At least she didn't say, well, Dad, I mean, I'll be out of the house and have kids by the time you actually get it running. (laughs) You know, she could have said that. Well, so then I, I, I refocused the question. I said, well, so somewhere maybe within 8 or 10 or 15 hours that we could drive. And she and mom started talking, and they come up with this plan to, like, go to a nice lake in Colorado. I said, that sounds awesome. May we do a little fishing or whatever? And Maddie looks at me, and she goes, yeah, and stay in a cabin. <laughs> oh! It's like, we just bought a big silver cabin on wheels that we're trying to— f- yeah, never mind. Should I get your Craigslist ad ready? Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Yeah. <laughs> Five. So here's the deal. There's four Zodiac signs that are perfect marriage material. And let's see if any of us are on this. I don't know what Mike Rapp is as far as his Zodiac sign. Um, but I know I'm not on this list, and I'm not sure if you are either. But these are the four Zodiac signs that perfect marriage material. Okay. Gemini. Now that's a little surprising to me. And and Geminis that I know, God bless you. I, I love you very much. But Geminis have a little bit of a reputation of being hot and cold. That's They're the twins. You get the good twin or the bad twin. Okay. Okay. Well, they say it takes some time to trust and love somebody unconditionally. Ah. Yeah. But once they get there, they can move mountains for their love. Oh, I totally believe that. Yeah. 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 And they could always be counted on. So you kind of want that. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cancer. 
Oh, now yeah. see, that's my wife right there. See, well, see? she's obviously a great wife. Duh. Uh, they're known to be nurturing and empathetic, a total family man or woman, and they, you know, want to help people feel loved and secure, you know? She's all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Always thinking of others, always doing for others. I love that about her. Yeah. And they consider their marriage the most important thing. Yeah. Which is always. But okay, cancers. That's they a good don't one too. open up easily. That's the other part of also it. Also true. Um, Scorpios. I don't know anything about Scorp. Scorpions are private, but when in a relationship, they become very intense and passionate and quite the charmer. Ooh. Oh, is that your husband? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> it's a Libra. Uh, they're happiest when they're around their partner who isn't intimidated by them or their personality. Okay. It kind of does sound like that. Um, so that's a good one. And the last and final one is Aquarius. They're the most misunderstood signs. They're sharp, intelligent, polite, caring, yet quirky and mischievous in cute ways. Oh. Uh, but they want somebody to understand their quirkiness and accept them for them. When, is, so. when, when are Aquarius born? I know Scorpio's like towards the end of the year. Here, I'll look. I'll look it up. I have no idea. But I'm a Capricorn, uh, and I'm not on that list. No, I'm an Aries. I'm not on that list. Either. Oh, January into February. Late so, January. So late basically... February. Both oh, of right us, now. Aquarius is having birthdays right now. We're, we're not good to be married to? Like, that's it? We're like, not, we're not on the list? We're not in the top. I think this thing isn't even true. <laughs> this has to be a faker. Well, isn't most Zodiac a faker? I mean, no. hocus, hocus and pocus. real. <laughs> it's 94.9 Mix FM, the most music for your workday. Gemini, Cancer, Scorpio. And who? Aquarius? Aquarius. The best. Must be nice to be married to you. An Aquarius? Yeah. I think they need to add Capricorn to that list. Uh, did you watch any football yesterday? <laughs> no. <laughs> it was a perfect football watching day to be uh-huh. inside and, you know, there was not a lot you could do. The weather was miserable. It was all rainy and hailing and... Uh, and I still forgot to watch. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> I still forgot. I mean, I kind of know. Oh. I, I thought it was already like the big game and it wasn't, you know, it was just playoffs. And... Just playoffs? Yeah. It was to determine who's going to the Super Bowl. There were only yeah. four teams yesterday. Now there's only yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. Oh, That's yeah. how much I was interested, right? Okay. <laughs> I was too busy like Netflixing and, you know, we had a big potty day like for my little boy. Finally, like, had his big day we've been waiting for. A lot of, uh, you know, sitting him in the bathroom every hour. And waiting to see if. Waiting. And waiting. (laughs) And waiting. Now, are you in there with him when it's happening? Because he's what? He's like three years old, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Usually one of us is kind of like outside the door hanging out by him. You know, he's just on his little, like, iPad thing. You know. Oh, oh, good. I'm glad you're setting up that habit now. Yeah, well, they say, like, well, we had the book. And then he got bored with the book. This is where it starts for guys. You know, you women give us all kinds of trouble about going in there with a magazine or reading a book or sitting on our phone or something in the bathroom. Now, you know why? You start this habit at like two, three years old. That's what they say to do. Or they say to put them in front of the TV. But I don't like like the thought of like things coming out in my living room. Like, I just don't like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think the bathroom is the right place for that. You don't have to. 
<laughs> I just can't. You really don't have to say it. We know what happened. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, it was very exciting. And now he's a big boy and he's so proud of himself. Was there a reward involved? Uh, he got a Hershey's kiss. Uh. <laughs> very exciting. He was very, How it was a very big day. Yeah. Uh, 619, that's what's going on in Mayor's life. We'd like to hear what's going on in your, what's the big story in your life? Was it a toddler potty training? Or something different. He'd only go like he's been half potty trained for like almost a year. It's you know. What's half potty trained? Well, he wouldn't you know do some. He'd only do one thing on there, not I the see. other. And I, I don't know. Oh, I, I don't see. know what that is. If it's a guy thing. You no, know. no. Okay. I think it's individual to each child. <laughs> Gotta be right now. Right now. I need you right now. Forgive me for always talking about the airstream. I know it's forty years old, and my daughter now wants to thinks we can put it on pontoons and float it to Hawaii, so that's... Yeah, yeah, it was exciting while it lasted. (laughs) Good morning. you got to get your math together, because I understand it's a 1970 Airstream. Yeah. That makes it 50... That makes it 51 years old, not 40 years old. My gosh! Professor Curtis, take that! Boom! (laughs) So right you are. I stand corrected. (laughs) Professor Curtis. Apparently not. (laughs) Professor Curtis. I never profess to be a math professor. Let me just put that that out there. That's good, especially now. Common Core, we're so lost as parents, we have no idea. (laughs) 631, but I am silently judging your spelling and grammar, just so you know that. Yes, you are. 520-775-0949. Anytime you'd like to correct me <laughs> or share something uh, of your own uh-huh. big story in your life right now. Thank you, Grover. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Meredith loves it when you call me out. Uh-huh. Uh, 775-0949. And coming up next on 94.9 Mix FM, Meredith has a little motivation, a little oh, daily intention. One of the best ones you'll ever hear. I'm not kidding you. Some inspiration. Could be a little life-changing. Not joking. Eight minutes from right now. Coming up. 640 on Mix FM. Is a friend. Daily Intentions with Greg and Mayer. Okay, ready to change your life? Because this is a huge one. Is this it? This is when this it's happening? Is, this is from author Tara Westover. Watched an amazing interview with her. Um, but she says, you can love someone and still choose to say goodbye to them. You can miss a person every day and still be glad that they are no longer in your life. Wow. Yeah, and, and that's some some real deep-seated stuff right there. I mean, she grew up where her brother was pretty just, like, abusive to her and grew up in this family that, you know, they're a little different homeschool, never had real education, ended up going to, like, Yale or something crazy. Do you know what I mean? Like, she did a lot on her own, but she had to get rid of some people in her life that were not working for her. And, and it, I think there's a lot of people like that. Maybe it's a work relationship. Maybe it's, you know, a family member. Maybe it's a spouse. I think of people all the time, especially during holidays and important occasions when we talk about how blessed and thankful we are to be surrounded by our family or how great it was to get together with family. Just recognizing there are so many people in our world who that doesn't mean the same thing for them that it does for you and me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's okay to come to that conclusion is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. And make that decision. Yeah, because you need to, for your own health, 
you know, being in any type of like abusive anything or, you know, something that's just not working. You know, there's a lot of people who stay married and they don't feel like it's really good for them, but you can still love them and still choose to say goodbye to them. And you could miss a person every day. Listen, I put this on my Facebook page and I can't tell you how many people I know are like, I did that. Thank you. Wow. Oh, this is me right now. Thank you. Oh my gosh. And this, this woman, her book's called Educated. It was like a top seller in the past two years. And what's her name again? And her name is Tara Westover. So good. Hmm. So good. You could really change your surroundings. And she said, listen to it. You know, when you know something's not right, like pay attention to that. Deion Sanders has a book out, you know, wrote a book about his life, and he did the same thing kind of in a religious way. He said that uh, God shook his tree and all kinds of people fell out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that one's not working, and That's that one fair. either. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, sometimes you're just not going to have the same thoughts and the same beliefs. And so. Well, Deion wants but, you to get a, a Subway sandwich now, by the way. Yeah, like, I'm sure he does. He wants you to buy his book, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, tough stuff. But yeah. important. Yes. An important message for a lot of people to hear this morning. Thank you for that. 94.9 Mix FM. Hi, it's Greg and Mayor. What's your name? Hi, guys. Good morning. This is Jan. Sam, here we go. Our 652 Pop Q. Good morning. Question number one. Bernie Sanders' sensibly dressed Inauguration Day outfit, which became a meme, is now being turned into both a collectible baseball card and a bobblehead. The card's 10 bucks. The bobblehead's 25 Besides his coat and mask... What other accessory made Bernie's outfit sensible? His mittens. Yes. Mittens. I love them. I love the Patrick Swayze one from Ghost where you see, you know, Bernie wrapped around to me more. Yes. It's my favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Gangnam style one with uh, Psy, and they're both doing the same uh, dancing moves. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, question number two, and you're correct and on the board. Question number two, after quarantining for more than two weeks so they can film scenes for the new Thor movie, Actors Chris Pratt and Chris Hemsworth were spotted out during a private dinner in Sydney, Australia. Which one of them is actually from Down Under? Um, I am going to take a pretty good guess and say Chris Hemsworth. Oh, yes. That's those, a very good guess. Those wonderful right. Hemsworth brothers both sport that awesome accent and make them even hotter, if that's possible. You are correct. And question number three, <laughs> Tom Brady is heading back to the Super Bowl. His Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the Green Bay Packers yesterday. The Bucks are going to meet uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Super Bowl 55 is February 7th in Tampa. The Weeknd is performing this year's halftime show. Which two performers shared the stage last year? J-Lo and Shakira. Oh! oh, that was, they were awesome. But Perfect they, three, four, they don't have mom bods, so it makes me a little frustrated. I mean, I, I just learned that J-Lo apparently doesn't even have uh, Botox. She's never even had Botox. She's What's that all about? The worst. But she's awesome. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Well, Sam, you did it. Congratulations. Thank you. If you're a grown-up with young children, you try to get in a show that doesn't involve kids' music once mm. in a while. Yeah. yeah. You know, like Sesame Street songs and whatever else. Yeah. Well, this weekend, uh, I, I finally binge-watched the whole season of Bridgerton. Everyone was talking about it. so the I whole felt like season? I, was, I did. I did. And they're long episodes. They're like a minute, I mean a minute, an hour and ten minutes long. Wow. For per episode, I mean, yeah. it's a long show, and it's awesome. I mean, it's really good. It's kind of like Fifty Shades. <laughs> and I found many moments that I had to have my daughter look the other way and mute scenes. Wow. 
but let me tell you, my fantasies are full on right now after that show. Oh, okay. I mean, it's true. Now, this wow. is the one that's set. This is the Shonda Rhimes show that's on Netflix. Yes. So yes. Shonda, you know, she's known for Grey's Anatomy. Oh, Grey's is like. Private practice in all of those shows. Those right? are rated G compared to this show. Well, that's what I've heard because they had to put it on Netflix. Yes. And it's really, I but, mean, it's, it's But it's good. also like set, what, in the 1700s or something? Uh-huh. 1600s, uh-huh. something like that? Yeah, 1800s. So it's all very fancy. Yes, very fancy and very dramatic. And it's, so anyways. I can't believe you even tried to watch that with her in the room. Yeah, but I'm never going to be able to watch anything with these kids they're always around they're never not around you know like they don't do anything they might go out to the trampoline and they're really not paying attention to my show so i i found if i mute it the kids are always looking another way they don't they're not paying attention and that's what i'm doing so but, what you're reading captions now uh, yes <laughs> well we always have the captions on because it's so loud in my house so we always have to have them on and so i did i got through the whole season finally last night but oh there are God. shows like that you should not watch with your kids or your parents, because I made that mistake once with waiting to exhale. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the most awkward moment with my parents ever. Oh, my God. Was sitting there watching that movie with them. Yeah, we've all been in that situation too, right? So, what you're saying is even when you grow up, it's still uncomfortable for your parents to watch shows with their kids. Yes, yes. Wait, when does it, that doesn't go away? No, no. it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, Mike Rapp, you have a grown daughter now, oh, yeah. right? I mean, she's off they, living in New York City and everything. They're watching that Ridgerton, or what is it again? Ridgerton, yeah. Ridgerton? Yes. yes. And it's uh, got this tall, handsome guy. Who, it's got several of them. Yes. pants seem to can't stay on. <laughs> and, you know, I... My daughter, you know, because she'll watch, she watched Game of Thrones with her mother, but if I'm in the room, it was awkward. She gets up. Yeah. 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 Well, that that was the one that I used to have to mute. I would think that I was keeping it nice and soft. And then all of a sudden there'd be this gory battle scene on Game of Thrones or something. And I'd have to reach for that mute button, even though she wasn't in the room. She's just down the hall, and you yeah. could hear all of that. Yeah, stuff. yeah. Oh, don't worry. She's tuned that out. The, I sure hope But so. if it was the love scene, she's not tuning that out. I mean, the kids want to know. They want to know. Do they? Yeah. There's lots of shows like that. Love Actually. Don't watch that with your parents either. You think it's such a great movie, and it is, but there's there's one part of the story that I always forget happens. Basically, you have to watch all this stuff by yourself. By yourself. Yeah, there's a lot of other shows like that. Are there? Yes. Can you think of one? 775-0949 you're watching right now that you're glad the kids aren't around to see? We go commercial free for your workday. It happens at 830. Sorry, I'm what are you deep, doing? deep what are you diving. Doing? Reggie Jean. Who's that? Paige. He's the lead actor from Bridgerton, oh if you God. haven't seen him. Here we go. Oh, my That's gosh. Aren't goodness. they saying he might be the next James Bond? There's, he, like, rumors no. about that. Oh, is he the guy they're looking at for the oh. He'd be good. Oh. <laughs> I mean, basically, think of Shamar Moore, who's perfection, but maybe even better because he has an accent. <laughs> and he's an English Zimbabwean actor. So, oh my I mean, I even said to my husband, you need to watch that show so you could get some ideas. <laughs> You know, I was reading about that show, and because it's COVID-19 and everything, yeah. they've really had to, the scenes that you're all excited about, yeah. they really had to work extra hard to choreograph all of that stuff, and because they're working in these, like, old, real period places, yes. they're not Hollywood sets, a lot of these areas where they're filming, they have, like, historians sitting there watching them with the film crews while they're trying to have these love scenes saying, I'm sorry, could you not be so aggressive with the bed? Um, They are aggressive. That's exactly (laughs) it. 
So it has to be very it's, carefully choreographed. I mean, Fifty and Shades out. is like nothing. Let me tell you that. No, come on. I mean, it's kind of like at that level. Some of the parts of it. I don't I'm, know I'm serious. So if you're trying to get me to watch it, it's not working. Oh well, you should. <laughs> it might like spice some things up. Okay. Yes. Can we move this along? No. Seven twenty. <laughs> <laughs> and you can tell Alexa, play ninety four point nine Mix FM. If you need uh, any instructions on how to do that, just hit up MixFM.com. Make it nice and easy for you. All right, time for the whole enchilada, Mary. Well, I'm going to start kind of sad. Larry oh, no. King passed away at 87, and they said the key, I was watching this whole thing on him this weekend, to his success was being unprepared, which I love. <laughs> I know, that's your favorite. It's, uh, it's awesome. But... Um, yeah, so he did have COVID, and he was. Oh, in he California. did. I did never. Yeah, I never got COVID. a confirmation on that over mm-hmm. the weekend. That's interesting. And eighty-seven years old, so uh, and lifelong smoker for so many years, and oh, had yeah. diabetes and yeah. you know, pre-existing conditions, obviously. But a good long life for him. He survived when people thought he wouldn't. I mean, yeah. he was in and out of the hospital dozens of times. Many wives. Yes. You know. Yes. Lots of divorce papers. A very and, full life. Yeah. Indeed. Okay, here's something else in the uh, enchilada. Some of the news stories we're looking at, things we're finding today. How many streaming services do you have in your house right now? Uh, probably like 10. You have 10 streaming probably, services? Yes. I didn't even know there was that many available. I, I have a lot. Oh my gosh, we have three. The average American family now has four. And they're spending $47 a month on streaming alone. Oh, my gosh. I know. I spent this this week, like, just deleting things that I didn't think was necessary. Yeah, good. <laughs> you know? So. There's no way you're watching 10 streaming services. I'll tell you well, that right now. Well, one I am watching is Netflix. And as you know, I've been watching Bridgerton. Oh, I did yeah. it in a weekend. I'm done. It's, it's all to the final thing. But there's been, like, a Game of Thrones coffee cup. Remember? Oh, yeah. You know. Where, where they accidentally left a real coffee cup in the scene yeah. and fans saw it and were like, hey, they didn't have Starbucks back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, exactly what happened. It wasn't uh, it wasn't the Starbucks, but it was in the opening scene. You know, super fans have been seeing yellow lines on the side of the street, which in a period piece like that, they didn't have that. And uh-huh. so they're being called out. So not quite the coffee cup. They, but they didn't have the lines in the streets? No. The <laughs> I guess they didn't. <laughs> Who knew? I didn't know that. <laughs> a little good news this morning. A guy named Robert Peters has uh, been delivering pizzas in a small Indiana town for 31 years. Town of Tipton, Indiana. And one of his regular customers named Tanner Langley felt bad seeing this guy driving around in an old beat-up hoopty, this 93 Oldsmobile, all rusted and falling apart. So he got other people in town to, you know, kind of kick in a few bucks. They ended up raising 19 grand. That's awesome. And they bought him a 2017 Chevy Malibu, covered the insurance, the whole thing. To me, this is luxury. This is the first car I've had that's been made in the 21st century. What the community has done, what Tanner has done, he's gone far beyond a call of duty. It means a lot to me that people would do this. I mean, isn't that cool? See, there's lots of goodness in this world. Maybe even more than before the pandemic. So I like the idea that that pizza delivery driver is now going to spread some goodness, too. You know, yeah. usually when it touches people, they touch others after the fact. You know, when that. people have an older car and they get one finally that has the backup camera, I mean, that's life changing. It really is. Seriously. Yeah. So a little good news there. Oh, and snow on the mountains, by the way. So if you're thinking about getting up to Mount Lemmon, unless you live or work there, I'm sorry, the road is closed. Yeah, and look for some snow. We might actually see snow. Well, you might up in the OV because you're, you know. 
I up hope, in the hoity-toitsville. Well, no, I, I hope I don't see it, actually. I've had too much <laughs> snow in my life. It is kind of cool seeing it on the mountain, though. That could happen in the early morning hours tomorrow. How much money are you making? We know the answer. I know the answer for you, Greg. Go ahead. You're making about... 12% more than I am. <laughs> <laughs> According to uh, the sexist uh, world. Not. The no, sexist I don't survey. Think, I don't know if they are here or not. I don't want to know what you make because... I don't want to know what you, you know, make either. Sometimes it's like tortured my past where you find out and you're like, no. We know how much you make. We're like the money psychics. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even say it with a straight face. But we're going to try it anyway. Seven seven five zero nine four nine. And I think it's always interesting to know like what people are making, especially in our own city. Because sure. sometimes you'll see a salary for like what you do in a bigger city, and you're like, what? Must be nice, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Never works like that here. Okay, Michael, why don't you go here? Hey, good morning. All right, tell us uh, very briefly what it is you do, and we'll tell you how Michael's, much you make. I think Michael's changing his voice so nobody knows it's him. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I sell swimming pool tile. Sell swimming pool tile. Just that goes around yep. the border, right? And maybe on the steps yep. a little bit? Yep. Okay. <sighs> Mayor, I'm going to say Michael makes $62,500 a year. I was going to say 58000 which one of us is closer? You are. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. You're, you're oh, actually yeah. Three, you're actually um, about $3,000 off. Or no actually kidding. about, uh, no, not 3000 about $500 off. Oh. Okay. Oh, my gosh. What did you say, Greg? $62,500. Wow. Michael. See sales, man. Congratulations. Good that's, job. That's a, that's a nice living. Thank yeah. you very much for listening this morning. This Thank is you. giving us all ideas for, oh, you know. I know. If, if Next the, career Yeah, after like, see ya, guys. Seriously. <laughs> uh, let's go a couple more here. Uh, Hi there. Uh, small engine mechanic. Like in lawnmower and things of that nature. Yeah, kind of like that. I'm okay. going to guess $43,000 a year. I'm going to say thirty eight five. Uh, way, way short on both. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, we're, we're, we're on the low side. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But, uh, just give us a, like, like way low? Uh, about a little over 10 low. Okay, wow. Okay, good That's for you. That's awesome. That sounds good. Thank well, you, Scott. good. Yeah. I love to hear people uh, making some dough yeah, here me in too. Tucson. Appreciate it. Let's, uh, gr- let's grab another one here. Tommy, hi there. How are you? Oh, we're doing good, sir. Thank you very much for oh. listening this morning. Tell us what you do for a living. I am a swimming pool technician. Oh. Another pool-related business. Those 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 swimming pool people. I mean, you need swimming pool people every day. All year every long. Every day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy's like, yes, please call my number. Uh, okay, so, and do you own the company or do you work for somebody else? I work for somebody else. Okay. I just left the family business to work for somebody else. Oh. Oh. I'm guessing you make $41,000 a year. That's not a bad guess. I'm going to say 46000 Which one of us is closer? I'm I'm closer to the 40s. Okay. Okay. So, Mary, you were closer on that one. That was really good. I think you're doing good because I just looked up uh, the average, and it looks like you're doing pretty good there. 
Yeah, I'm doing I'm doing really good. Working for family wasn't so hot, so that's why I moved on because family really doesn't want to pay. Now, did oh, you? Yeah, oh, yeah. I was gonna I was gonna ask you if you took a pay cut to get away from the family, but you got a pay boost. Oh, I got a big pay boost. <laughs> hey, hey, Those hey, skates in the family. I don't know if we're any good at this, by the way. <laughs> well, we're, we're actually better than I thought. Okay. That's what okay. <laughs> Tommy, what do you think we make? Uh, I'd say probably close to what I make. I'd say probably about 45. Well, we're not worth that much. What? But, but it might be a little bit more. It is, Greg? <laughs> I said it might be. <laughs> we have no we have no idea what we both make. Do you know I mean I know what I make, but I have no idea what Greg makes. And they're like, you, you can't work way more than that. Oh, me. thank oh. you, thank you. I you think, can call anytime. I think Tommy. people think we make like five hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah, no, not, not anywhere not, close. Not, not us. No. I mean, maybe some other radio stations, but not you know. <laughs> that sure would be nice, though, wouldn't it? I, oh my I gosh! You guys, every morning. Okay, 10 after trivia seems unlikely, but a state legislature, uh, rather a state legislator, a lawmaker in Oklahoma, has introduced a bill that would allow people in his state to hunt this. What animal or critter might find itself on the wrong end of a weapon if the state passes this new bill? What do you think? Uh, if they have a festival and everything for it, it's got to be Bigfoot. It's Bigfoot. Bigfoot? <laughs> well, Bigfoot exists, but not in Oklahoma, but in Oconomowoc, Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. Where my overnight camp was. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. everyone saw the hairy man I'm and sure Bigfoot. Did, yeah. yeah. Oh, the hairy man. Speaking of hairy men, <laughs> if you're hairy, uh, you might not want to go to Oklahoma anytime. Oh, so, no. Yeah, right in the crosshair. Oh. They string you up. Yeah. Exactly. Dangerous place. Yeah. Staying out of there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Stay out of there, please. <laughs> 824 at 94.9 Mix FM. That was the correct answer. Bigfoot. They haven't passed that law yet, but they might. The hairy man is real. He's in the opposite studio from you. Okay. We go commercial free to kick off the workday. Just three and a half minutes from right now on 94.9 Mix FM. Morning show. Greg, 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 and Mayor, and Mayor. Good morning. Mornings on 94.9 Mix FM.